Welcome back, everyone, to the Kardashian-Jenner journey of your wet dreams. This is part two, baby. We're going to get into the conception. We're going all the way back to Bruce and Chris and our experiences with these people. However, let's kick it off with another inside circle gal, shall we, before we get into the nitty gritty. Whatever happened to a little lady named Black China? I think you know, Emily. Guys, if you don't remember the hit series, Rob in China, that lasted on E for four and a half seconds before Ryan Seacrest <laughs> pulled the plug. The Emmy winning Pulitzer Prize extraordinaire. Golden Globes best ensemble cast. I mean, how could you forget? Need we say more? And so um, it's still like a lawsuit situation going on. But let me just say, after China moved out of Hidden Hills, she was just floating in the abyss, deciding where to settle. Keep that on the side of your mind. Here is another side of the story that we're going to connect later. I live on this street and a little halfway through, four lots were taken down about two years ago and they were building this thing that looked like a motel at first Then they started painting it white. And I was like, what the fuck are they going to put here? Fast forward, Black China is floating in the air, deciding where to settle. She moves into this random ass, hidden hills looking kind of but smaller estate, maybe half a mile from my house. So basically, she's like running the local lemonade stand. You're a frequent flyer member. (laughs) Let me tell you how I found this out. Like, I didn't Google Earth this shit. I didn't like do anything stalkery. I found out when I was just driving home one day. One side of the street, you know, see someone walking their dog, see a little girl riding a pink scooter. Other side of the street, I see this woman with fake tits wearing a red jumpsuit taking Fashion Nova photos in the middle of the street with four other people. No. And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's Black China. And so she lives there. I've seen it. I've seen her decorations. She currently has a moon bounce in her backyard. That dream is just thriving in. I see her like... I see all of her cars. Her gates always open. Like she is just there. She's a neighborhood chick. Maybe she'll become captain of the HOA. I'm still holding out hope, but she is alive and thriving. Do you want to hear a crazy quick story about Black China's BFF Amber Rose? Who's like, oh, I fucking love Amber. Okay, so I didn't even know they were close. They're like best friends. Didn't Amber date Kanye? It's literally an it's like an incestual circle. This is like we're getting to the outer rings of the Kardashian circle at this point before we get into Kris Jenner's uterus. The juicy. So this is kind of crazy. Back when I was at VH1, Amber Rose and I like very much knew each other. I reported on her very first slut walk. I was there with a camera crew. You name it. Like Katie Couric. What's up? You don't even know. Yeah. She's a real one. Well... Uh Uh-oh. I've had good experiences with her. You haven't? Well. Oh, God. Get a load of this. Is this Chrissy Teigen 2.0? Get a load of this. I'm scared. If you went into my iPhone 7, honey, guess whose contact you would find? Guess whose text you would find? No. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We should do that one time when we go and see what celebrity numbers we have because it's wild. It goes back. I know. But, yeah, she and I were on a pretty close basis because I would cover her stuff a lot I was like her go-to gal at VH1 and this is when I learned early on in this business that people really just kind of like use you they get their publicity and then they move the hell on so I have a text from her that literally says like you can come over to my house we can do no literally and I was braid each other's hair I was like oh my 
God. Like, I am going to be between Amber's fake boobs, living the dream, motorboating, and I'm not even into girls. Like, let's do it. So that just, like, never happened. Then this is where the plot thickens, which, okay, give her the benefit of the doubt. Stuff happens. Maybe she forgot. Blah, blah, blah. Stuff happens. Okay. Cut to, I launched my site called Stripping Down Celebs. And this was at the same time, I don't know if you remember, you guys, that there was the Amber Rose show. I think it was actually on VH1. I do remember that. I do remember that. So I emailed her and her people saying, you know, we have a close relationship. I would love to interview Amber for my site, Stripping Down Celebs. Hold on. Hold on to your panties. I got an email back and you know those emails you get that you know weren't meant for you to see. Um, yes, we literally were talking that one we received moments ago. <laughs> I got an email from her rep and it was like, Amber already feels like she strips down celebrities on her own platform. So like, we're going to pass on this. And then I could tell the email wasn't for me. And I wrote back being like, wait, what are you talking about? And then like I received a formal email that was meant for me. So like her publicist must have sent that to someone else for approval or something. And it got lost in the weeds and somehow wound up in my poor little inbox. That's crazy. And that was basically how Amber Rose and I broke up. Honestly, the last time I spoke to her was at this obscure event at Coachella. She was paid to represent this like health cream moisturizer spray that's the most random holistic shit you could find and I go to this event and she's sitting there and we literally talk about how she walks around naked in front of her son to like get him comfortable with the female body oh yeah yeah, Rose Amber Rose everybody everybody so pivoting back to the land of the Kardashians here we are we've descended down let's chat like before we dig into like the main meat yeah the Jenna Thompson's Oh my God. I just feel like these people are, these people, they are so overlooked as a population. Like I'm not talking the Jenners like Kylie and Kendall. No, 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 no. We're talking about the OG Jenners. I'm talking before Kendall and Kylie were even species on this planet. We're talking about the inspiration behind Avril Lavigne's hit track, Skater Boy. We're talking Brody Jenner, his siblings, Brandon Brandon his mother Linda where are they I mean nobody literally they found their home on the hills new beginnings bless but literally they matter they are valid their lives count Jenner lives lives matter (laughs) Jenner lives matter guys keeping up with the Jenners I mean where is it Ryan Seacrest hello hi give them the platform they deserve Linda Thompson is grandma we've talked about her so many times you guys know the drill she is bae (laughs) we don't need to go over it just know that she is like everybody's best friend she is your red carpet interview savior she is a hero and icon a Nobel Peace Prize winner the Nelson Mandela of America the tooth fairy Santa Claus Easter bunny you name it and her sons aren't that bad either I've had great conversations with Brian, uh, Brian, Brandon. I've chatted with Brody, but I will say this. They have learned this hot tip from the Kardashians. Okay. You will talk to Brandon Jenner for seven minutes. Seven. You'll bring up his divorce. You'll bring up his new kids. You'll bring up, you know, some Kylie drama, sprinkle in some Kanye shit. You'll think you're getting the interview of your life. You transcribe it. You realize he said air air he literally there is maybe one thing he said that is remotely usable in a grammatical sentence it's a shame but he is fluffing up the clouds in your sky you are in an orbit of light that brina jenner manifested you into do you know who they are who 
that's like Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti sprinkling down little breadcrumbs thinking we're going to have our lives back and be able to put our fucking feet in a pile of sand on the beach in a month. And then you think you're getting there and you see a beacon of hope in the distance. And then you get to the sand and the police escort you off. That's a Brandon Jenner interview. Like you're so close and you're like, oh my God, this is everything and more, a whole new world. And then you get there and they're like, actually... No, bitch. He won't even walk away from you. He won't be rude. He will literally chat with you, invite you to his home, cook you dinner, feed you wine, offer you a (laughs) black car service back to your shitty apartment. But you know what? He wasted your time, honey. It's literally like a bad first date. When you're there, you think it's going great. You're hitting it off. You make out. Maybe you decide to go back to his house. Never hear from him again. See, he needs to really take a memo from Linda because Linda is going to give you that little juicy Usable. bit. And at the same time, she's going to make you feel like you are more important than Gandhi. Let me just tell you guys, if red carpets were open, this would be the highly coveted quote. Linda Thompson commenting on Gigi Hadid's pregnancy. That's how much of a stretch no. you play. Linda is like, she um, is, has your back. She's that bitch. You know how Kevin Bacon says you're like six degrees of separation away from everybody in the world. I feel like Linda Thompson is no. six degrees away from every celebrity in Hollywood. Like no. you can, you can somehow ask her a question about any human being who's ever remotely had fame and she will know them. She had breastfed them. They are at her house for Thanksgiving. You name it. Well, she used to be, was she married to Elvis or she just dated him? Dated married to David Foster. Wait, can I quickly go off of this? Speaking of like interview etiquette, I was actually, I'm so glad you brought up David because so yeah she was with David and I'm gonna say this he's so sassy I love interviewing David Foster and his daughters can I get an amen they are ones who are gonna give you that quote and that shit and they have so accepted like they don't get all up in arms like why are you asking about our stepmom Catherine McPhee they're sassy though like they'll give you quotes that are just like bullshit sass I know, but like, I like that they play the game and they'll at least entertain it and they won't be like what we're going to get into, like what you're describing about Brandon and how Chris is too. And Kim's the same thing. Like they'll go on and on and on and on and on like a roly poly for hours. David's the opposite though. He's literally shut people down on TV. Like, can we get back to talking about my album now? Like on access. And like he once, he once told me, I asked him about Kat um, and he's like, oh, um, we don't talk about that. Um, I'm going to end the interview. I got to go find my girl. Uh, literally the outlet I was writing for that was all on record goes David Foster calls Catherine McPhee my girl like literally and I've been at events where she's at where I'm literally there not even as a member of the press I'm there just like as a guest and she's on stage rambling about him like they don't care talking about each other when they don't think press is there but when press is there it is literally lock the door throw away the key I think it depends on the mood because I got David recently look he's not like painting my nails and telling me about how awesome his wife is but like yeah he's like you know we love working together we're a great team blah 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 great glad to hear it like awesome moving on so that's my little tidbit about the fosters like go them whatever here for it they're sassafras but whatevs at least they're playing the game let's dig into like the thick of it the thick of it yeah because i was gonna say my only story with brody jenner i've never interviewed him but he was djing that big fourth of july party that they throw at nobu every year and then they stop letting press in and i was in there like just before they stopped letting press in like scott was there like wasted and that's literally like my only story about brody my friend one of my best friends romina um saw brody djing in las vegas one time and this was right right after jordan woods hooked up with tristan thompson and i told her literally this is when i was 
was working for a magazine, I told her, go up to him, like act like you're just some dumb drunk chick and like try to get info out of him. And she literally leaned all over him. She was like, oh my God, like how are they doing? And he's like, yeah, it's fucked up. Like he totally went off. And I think he like broke his leg later that day. Like he's probably very drunk, but he went off and you better believe we'll use that shit as a source oh, quote. Snap. Boom. So you just have to act like you're stupid sometimes. Yeah. And you know what? Like I'm watching a show called the Americans and like, it's about Russian spies and a trick they use all the time to yeah. get what they want is sex. And you know what? I don't do it. But like, if you just, you know, even a little realm of flirting and acting like you care about this person and they're the highlight of the world, will no. get you the answers you need sometimes point and check business one one Yeah. Like I'm not that committed to a tabloid, but like, listen, listen, if a dollar makes you holler, do what you got to do, hun. I think that Brody going off on his fam is the perfect segue into my interaction with Caitlin, formerly known as the Bruce Jenner. Give it to us. But we still call him Bruce. Get over it. No, we do. And like, what is his like little sidekick, Sophia? So, his little sidekick. <laughs> I mean, no, Sophia is everywhere Bruce goes. Emily. Like, Bruce is getting the mail. Bruce is going to Trader Joe's. Bruce is getting a new pair of purple aviators that he wore when he dropped Kylie off at camp, like we mentioned in the next episode. And guess who is sitting on his head? Sophia. Sophia. Do you think it's, I'm sorry, okay, this is going to be totally like, I might get some shit for it, but do you think it's real or a, like a ploy? Because I think some people literally don't know if like this whole transition is actually just like a publicity stunt or if it's actually him. Listen. And I support of- everybody doing what they do. I'm just honestly curious. When, when I interviewed him, I'm just going to call him him to get people pissed. Sorry for this whole episode. We literally are like the most don't give a shit about what you are people. But I just honestly, I have questions. No. So I was as close as you can get without making out. Like it's she's full on a, a woman. 100%. Like I was because ba- and she's tall. Like I basically was eye level with her tits. Both I'm a motherfucking woman, woman baby. Bo- okay, I don't want right. to get sued for like um copyright, but yeah. Sorry. Um, both of them. And I will say though, again, like the Scott and Sophia thing I said in the last episode, they definitely seem like ride or die bitches with one another. Wherever one is, the other follows. You know, one is doctor, the other is Zeus. And so <laughs> No. Match made in heaven. They never do interviews though, but they do a lot of public appearances. Okay, so get this. I'm at this event. This is not too long ago. And it was for um, Alice and Olivia, which I love. And I interviewed Stacy, the designer. Um, and she's really tight with all of them. So Caitlin and Sophia came out to support. Lo and behold, the publicist is like, oh, they would love to talk to you. And I'm like, what? Yeah, out of her like, you know, thought bubble. But don't even think for a second no. she's going to guide you holding your hand over to them. No, my ears like fell off my head when she said that because they never do interviews. So I'm talking to them all just about like life and this whole thing. Okay. Keep the fuck in mind. We are talking about a public figure who has put their entire existence on television. Vanity Fair. uh, Expose your entire womanly femininity figure for millions of eyes to see. Keeping up with the Kardashians, Diane Sawyer interview about transitioning, your own fucking show called I Am Kate. So, miss. Wow, what a, what a, what no, a throwback. No. So, miss, you have zero excuse to blow off a question about your family, your personal life, which you have made a killing and a living on for the last gazillion years. So, I'm interviewing her at this event. 
Sophia's right next to her, totally chill. At the very end, because, you know, she and Brody had a really bad falling out, right? I think she's still tight with Brandon. Yeah. So the outlet that I was working for wanted me to get her feelings on what's going on with Brody. Did they have a falling out? Blah, blah, blah. My face right now is just like, no, Emily's cringing. Shaking with fear. I talked to her about Brandon, too. It was right before the twins came. Going on and on. Oh, we went to the gender reveal. Bah, bah, bah. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to ease in now and ask about Brody. He was going through his divorce with Caitlin. And I said, as someone who is a total expert at navigating relationships in a public way do you have any advice for Brody right now that's what I said and that's not even that bad that's a good pivot that's a strong pivot we stand that pivot listen I've been working for years on the pivot like I know what I'm doing you guys she walked away and stormed past me into the party I was not even an acknowledgement of saying goodbye. You are not a human. You do not exist in her. Eyes. I don't even know if she went by. She literally just ended it right there. Blew by my shoulder, probably like dislocated it. And Sophia looked at me apologetically and was just literally like, I'm so sorry. I'm at more. How beautiful is that tale? I think about it before I go to bed every night and I diary and doodle and journal about it just to remember the happy times with Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. You have no authority to be acting that way. What gives you the right? What gives you the reason? I just, I don't know. It's just like when you think you're a Kardashian, want to be on top. That's what you're acting as. So guess who we have left to discuss the trifecta baby. It's called Kim. It's called Kanye. It's called Chris. Gold. Gold. I feel like we should do Chris as the grand finale because like this bitch is the reason we're even having this discussion. Yeah. She's like, like, I wish I just wish her and both of her fallopian tubes. She needs to to teach a master class. Like I'm telling you. So I have had one interview with Kim. It was a sit down. And I just want you guys to know that Kim seems like really peeled back on social media. Like you're seeing her in her brassiere. You're seeing her like. I don't know, do her toenail clippings in her huge ass closet, whatever it may be. Little do you know. Her entourage has an entourage who has another entourage and they have an entourage. Who have interns, who have unpaid interns, who have child labor workers in China, in Wuhan. Did we leave anything out? I don't think so. I was interviewing Kim for a female outlet when she was launching her sunglass line last year. Okay. This is another journey I'm going to take you all on. Cut to let's do it. Because we hear so many people like Emily was just saying how she has a friend who's like, I want to be an e-reporter. I want to be a celebrity reporter. This is the kind of brutality that we willingly put ourselves through. Okay. I was supposed to interview her. She's launching her sunglasses. I get, we talk about like the life threatening notes we get from publicists all the time. I get so many notes being like, if you dare ask him about Kanye, about Kanye Sunday services, this, that, the other thing, we will end the interview. And then we will end your life. And everyone you know. Like the Sopranos could never, you guys, could never. never. Even I have a friend who was working in Kim's publicity and she was there that day and she was even like, no, Taylor, literally, like if you bring up Kanye, like someone would have escorted you out. Okay. Meanwhile, the outlet I'm working with is like, could you get her to talk about Kanye and Sunday services? Oh my God. Thank you so much. I'm like, sure. Let me just get a grenade and then swallow it. No problem. Not an issue. Been training my whole life to be shit on. Show up to the interview. There is a whole entourage outside of the room. 
Then I get in the room. It's me. It's Kim. It's a couple of mannequins. It's maybe five or six other people. It's stormy in the corner. Like, no. Making sure you don't fall out of line. No. Making sure you bought her a troll doll as a present. <laughs> and I had to proceed with my interview with Kim. I don't know, guys. Would you ask about Kanye and Kanye services at this point? Or There's Sunday a services? gun to your head. Are you going to start telling her about your children and try to get her to ease into you? Or are you going to go for the fucking fireball question and get shot? What are you going to do? No. What's the move? Like, I really wanted to be decapitated today. I had no other plans. Thanks. What is the move? So, so how did you do it? Because you actually they didn't. You didn't fail at the task at hand. You didn't. I think some would say you thrived and survived. Well, I, well, it depends on who you ask, I suppose, because the magazine I was there for didn't end up running my interview because I didn't go there with her. I'm always one to go there. And this was a time when I was like, look, it's Kim Kardashian. This is a fashion outlet. She's specifically promoting a sunglasses line. Like this was the one time when I was like, okay. I don't feel like getting handmaid's tailed in this bitch because I have to ask her about Kanye. So I didn't. So they didn't end up running my interview. Come to find out Harper's Bazaar or some other Vogue. huge outlet of Vogue mm-hmm. runs this whole fucking dissertation of Kim promoting her sunglasses and talking about Kanye. So my editor at the time was like, what happened? Like, why didn't you? I'm like, gee, I don't know, because they took my blog, my social security, my future children, um, anything else. But I will say Kim is, I think she's just so, how would you describe it, Em? I think she's just so, she's been doing this for so long and has been through the interview. Exactly. Like her eyes are glazed over. She is a true AI robot. If you ask her for a picture, she will just purse her lips, do a selfie. And she is just so high on Xanax that she doesn't even realize what's (laughs) happening. She just knows duck lips. Got it. Next. That's the thing. Like I talked to her, my interview was like, I think seven, eight minutes, which is a long time in reporter world, you guys. And nothing was truly, truly said like the Brandon Jenner thing. And she's Mm -hmm. a total sweetheart. Like she took a selfie with me after she'll take a selfie. She'll like politely laugh, (laughs) you know, the laugh took selfies with guests at the party. Absolutely. But if I had to summarize that interview, I would just be a mime. Mm -hmm. Nothing to be said. Nothing at all. And they all learned this trick from the captain of the ship, the pilot of the plane, the cult leader, the woman of the hour, the media mastermind herself, the person who has stepped on the rings of Bill Gates and Elon Musk to get to the top. We're talking the one, the only KJ, the sorceress, Chris Jenner. Oh, Chris. Guys, I want you to understand something. Kris Jenner is a sweetheart. She knows how to play the game. She knows how to stay relevant. She's probably, as we speak, planning which daughter she should get pregnant next to stomp on Gigi Hadid's wonder and happiness. But she is a genius. So I want you to know every time you see a story out there, like where you're like, oh my God, how did this come out about the Kardashians? Oh my God, that's crazy. Chris has a hand in everything. She talks to everybody. What's out there is out there because it's exactly what Chris wanted to portray to the public. And if there isn't stuff she wants out there, you better believe it's never going to leak. She is just, I don't even know how to say it, like literally a witch. Do you know what I think is interesting is that we've never interviewed, you know, Courtney, Chloe, 
stormy, if you will. But we have both interviewed Chris. Like that bitch is out there. A few there. times. Have you a few times? I think so, yeah. Like yeah. she's out there making the rounds, putting it in, hustlers pounding the pavement. But she says exactly what she needs to say so that you will have the headline, but nothing more. Like one quote. I asked her one time how Travis is as a father. She goes on this whole thing about he changes diapers, like a really good dad is stormy. You better believe the magazine I work for put that on the front page cover. Chris talks exclusively to Blink. But literally, guys, it was one quote. We used that quote. It was a headline. Great for Google clicks. Great publicity for the family. But literally, all it said was that he changes diapers. Didn't give any dynamic no. into his relationship with Kylie. Didn't give in to any details of what he does with Stormy. And it was said it was that. Just like with Tristan and Chloe. She's like, Chloe's staying strong. And the same thing. Front cover. This and bitch knows how to play the game. And you better believe that every outlet in this galaxy pick that story up like I bet you Osama bin Laden read it from the grave no everybody and Chris also talks to everyone too if you pull her aside and ask her for a, a question she'll give it to you she's a perfect gem never been rude to people no nope. I actually been so close to her that and we'll share this on the gram there's a photo of me literally accidentally photobombing her not once but twice you guys there are two pictures of me on Getty randomly behind Chris Jenner so honestly like you can be up in her grill and she won't care she'll welcome you in she'll hug you embrace you with open arms Emily do you remember when we interviewed her at the same event and it was when Kylie and Chloe were pregnant at the same time. And all we cared about asking was Kylie's pregnancy because it was so funny. Like, obviously, it was a huge deal that Chloe was pregnant. Suddenly, Kylie's uterus decides. I think Kylie had given birth because she didn't really reveal that she was pregnant. So it was like right after she gave birth. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And either way, like all of a sudden, like Kylie was the bigger story. So we're sitting there talking to Chris and we're like, okay, Chloe, that's nice. But like, that's cute. But so like Kylie, yeah. And okay, we tell me even, more, hun. We didn't even ask like what she was doing at the event. It was like a launch of a skincare, like opening office, whatever. Yeah. Didn't even butter her up with questions. Like no. how excited are you for Dr. Lancer? Blah, blah, blah. Got we it. literally go like, okay, a baby slid out of Kylie's like vagina. Tell me everything that happened afterwards. Like we got into it and she, you know, she showed up late. She gave us anxiety. We all sweated as we waited. We all crunched together, made sure we had our order, our lineup. And you know, we got what we needed. We came, we saw, we conquered, we did what we needed to do. I'm going to say though, if I had a nickel for every time Chris Jenner said the word great in our interview, I would be sweeping the fuck into Kylie Jenner's new estate being like I am the architect I am the landlord I am the resident of this palace go home yeah she's not great with the thesaurus I will say that like she's how is blah 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 oh she's great how you could literally be like what color is the sky it's great Okay. I feel really enlightened. Thank you so much. No. And that's just a Kris Jenner moment. She's the, you know, she's the teacher of the land. I just want to take it back quickly. Um, have you ever interviewed Kanye? Um, Who's now Chris's favorite child because he's the new billionaire and like Kylie who? No, like I have not interviewed Kanye. Kanye only does interviews with like Charlemagne the God. Or like with himself in the mirror. No. Or with TMZ talking about slavery. So like. Because yeah. I have to tell you, I did a Zoom the other day. And this fine gal in New Jersey was talking about how she worked for Kanye at one point. I don't know if it was like event production or what, but it was, I think like pretty recently. And she talked about how Kanye was like all excited and like pumping his team up and how Kim was there and how they have a very like business like rapport, how they're not necessarily jumping each other's bones. And they have a Mm -hmm. very like business sort of like sitting there, like they're in a business meeting together. So I wonder like, is Chris the puppet master 
in this scenario. I don't know. I, I don't know that I honestly can imagine Kim and Kanye having wild, crazy, passionate sex. Like part of me is like, I think that they like have like a hardcore mutual respect and like foundation and they get like, they're the most famous people on the planet. So they get each other. But like, I don't know. I just don't see them like being a Noah and Allie in the notebook, like ripping each other's clothes off. I feel like they're playing like spiritual music and they have a routine and they do the same thing every time unless like Kim wants to mix it up and like spice things up for Kanye. But I feel like he might tell her not to because he's like now religious and zealous now. I feel like they're very like, you know, keep it classy. Like interpretive dance is there. No. <laughs> is their intimate time. Is they're facing saying. each other. They are staring at each other's eyes going into another galaxy. They are not switching it up call her daddy style. I just don't see it happening. No. So at the end of the day, you guys just remember, and I hope these stories really shed light on the fact that these people, they're rich. They're filled with silicon. They are wiping their assholes with your EDD checks. But at the same time, we have been up close and personal touching noses with them. And I think it's fair to say what they shit like everyone else. If it walks like a dog, looks like a dog, sounds like a dog, it's a dog. Keep up with that.